And welcome to All Things Billy. I'm your host, Michael Anthony Giudicissi. Appreciate you being here. Uh, got a great episode for you today, whenever today is for you. Um, we have genealogist, researcher, historian, author, Susan Stevenson, uh, who's going to talk to us about the uh, the genealogical search for Billy the Kid and his family. And there's a couple of real big eye-openers in this one, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Um, hey, there's a new Billy the Kid series coming to Epix, E-P-I-X. That's a network. And I've seen a couple of trailers for it. Looks pretty cool. Um, I do understand when I look at all the comments from people who have watched the trailer, oh, it wasn't filmed in New Mexico. Oh, it's not historically accurate. Oh, it's all Hollywood. Well, you're going to have to get used to it. Hollywood makes money and history doesn't, right? It just doesn't. Yeah. The, the civil war documentary with Ken Burns made money and, you know, became iconic because it was kind of the first of its kind. But when you're making a, a series or a film that costs tens of millions of dollars, and that's how much these things cost. You better make it so it appeals to the widest variety of people. Most people couldn't care less whether Billy spun his gun, you know, backwards and forwards before he put it in his holter, holster or whether he just put it in there. So you need to, you don't need to do anything you want. But if you enjoy these things just for entertainment and take a little bit of reality, you know, whatever uh, stuff they got right out of it, then, you know, maybe you'll see a good show. If you, I've said this before, if you want historically accurate, watch a documentary. And even then, you're not going to get historically accurate because there's so many uh, pieces or facets of history that people don't agree upon. So I, I think it's, I think it looks cool. It's, it's nicely done. I mean, the cinematography looks really nice. Um, and uh, there's, you know, the, the trailer is cut well, so it, it makes it seem like it'll be a, a good series. But, you know, is it going to be a, a, a faithful retelling of what we know about Billy? Oh, hell no. As I said before, that's just boring. It's just, it's not that exciting. So there's long, long periods of really nothing going on, you know, riding on the range, camping out, you know, shooting the shit with Jesse Evans. And then there's, you know, hey, let's break him out of jail. And then there's a couple more months of nothing going on. So uh, I'm going to, I don't think I have epics actually. So if there's a way to watch it, I'll probably watch it. I'd be interested to see. I was like watching the filmmakers art and craft as I am a uh, aspiring filmmaker. And I like to see how they, uh, you know, how, how much, <laughs> how much uh, production value 10 or 50 or a hundred million dollars can buy versus, you know, much smaller budgets. Um, but uh, yeah, Billy the Kid, Epics, E-P-I-X, if you have it, um, I think it comes out uh, this month or next month, uh, but it, it'll be here soon. So enjoy it and uh, let me know what you think at Billy the Kid Rides again at gmail.com or on Twitter at BTK Rides. Hey, uh, two more things since it's my show, my rules. Um, go check out my new film if you want a Western 30 seconds in hell. And if you want, you know, historically accurate. Aside from the fact that we resurrect all the gunfighters of the OK Corral from the grave and bring them to this, you know, uh, kind of field of dreams place. If you want historically accurate, well, I did do a lot of research uh, in order to write that script and really do, um, you, you know, you'll, you'll learn what the driving forces were behind the, uh, some of the driving forces behind the, 
the uh, friction between the Earps and the Clantons. Uh, you can't fit it all in there in a 90 or 100 minute movie, but there are some key things in there. So yeah, go check it out. And I'm really excited that my new book, the final book in the Back to Billy series, Four Empty Graves, is now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, pretty much wherever you buy books online. Um, the uh, release date is February 18th, notable because that is the anniversary of the date that John Tunstall was killed. And some, in the book, February 18th is just insane. Uh, it'll maybe leave you speechless as to what happened. But um, the so that's the release date for the paperback. So you can order it now. Go to Amazon. Go to uh, Barnes & Noble and type in Four Empty Graves. This one is not written by me, or is it? The author's name is Martin Teebs. Anyone who's read any of the other books will recognize that name. You figure it out. I can't. Uh, but also the other big part is that uh, this it will be available in ebook format. And that could be any day. I'll update you in a future episode um, because the ebook is done. It's into distribution. Now it's just a matter of when all of the uh, different platforms pick it up. I checked this morning. You cannot yet download the ebook from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. But I would say sometime on or before the 18th, but definitely by the 18th, you will be able to. So if you're an ebook or Nook or whatever reader, uh, you don't have to lug around a 290-page uh, book or whatever it is. So there you go. That's it for my commercial. I think we should uh, take a quick break, and then we should get on with uh, some really exciting developing news in the world of Billy the Kid's family tree with Susan Stevenson. We'll be right back. And as always, another special guest. They're all very special to me. Uh, tonight we have, well, tonight for me, it could be <laughs> 5 a.m. in the morning whenever you're listening. But we have genealogist, researcher, historian, Susan Stevenson with us. Susan, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right. So nice to have you here. Uh, Susan and I know each other through Facebook, uh, and Susan has helped me with a couple of different projects. But um, Susan, I, I just uh, talked to you about this before we went live, but I'd like you to tell, the, uh, tell our listeners the story. When did your interest in Billy the Kid start? Well, I started researching back in 1992. Um, my interest sparked Oh, at least a year before I started the research um, with my my uncle who did a family tree and our relatives went back to Billy the Kid in New Mexico. Jimmy Dolan's second wife was my great, great aunt. Really? I had no idea. As long as you and I have conversed, I had no idea about that. So, yep. uh, so you have roots that go right back to the Lincoln County War. How cool. Yep. And when you found that out, did you know who Jimmy Dolan was? Like, did it demand a bunch of research or was it just evident that, oh, yeah, this is, you know, well, Billy the Kid's arch enemy? Right. When I when I first realized it, I, I knew that it was my aunt married two of Billy the Kid's enemies. She also ended up marrying Emil Fritz. Um, oh, really? When, yeah. When Jimmy Dolan died, she married um, Bessie and Carrie Dolan's uncle. And wow. She was widowed by both of them, and she had no children of her own, but she raised Carrie and, and Bessie Dolan um, and was their, considered their mother for the rest of their life. 
Wow. How wild. Okay. So you are the triple threat. And I mean that in a good way, uh, genealogist, <laughs> researcher, and historian uh, for the uninitiated, including me, although I, I have a vague idea of what genealogy is. Can you tell us what that is, what that means? Well, it's just the search for roots, um, the family history, the family trees, um, digging up information on individual people. It's, it's uh, basic family research. Gotcha. And is, is genealogy, I know it's, it can be a hobby. Can it be a profession? Like where, where does it fit on that scale? Well, it started, um, it's, I started jumping back and forth between Billy and my, and my family tree. Um, Cause we had a brick wall that eventually I broke down for the most part, but I would take a break from Billy and go to the family and go back. Um, I was always searching for Billy's father. Where was he born? Who was his father? Wanted to solve the mystery. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to ask you in a little bit if you've solved that, but before we get there, um, so tell me the tools that a genealogist uses, because it seems to me, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm a newbie, uh, that with DNA, it, there's a lot of shortcuts to all of the research that you used to have to do uh, if, if DNA is available within a family. But what, what are the things that you use to track down your family tree or somebody, anybody's family tree? Well, back in 1992, when I first started, I would go to the Mormon church and I would order microfiche and film and once a week I'd go in there and, and spend hours reading census reports um, on the little machines that they have and then I'd order whatever I was interested in looking at for the next week and I did it as a ritual um, and then eventually things started being available online and years ago it started out with not a whole lot of records um, you know, they have the family tree maker and ancestry has so grown, but there's, there's different websites um, that you can go to besides newspapers now, which is really, really awesome. Um, it's just a mixture of, of looking things up and with ancestry and there's other sites that have information and there's, you can actually go to county historical societies and see what records they have. Um, you just dig around. Got it. So with uh, 23andMe, Ancestry DNA Kits, does, does that help you um, well, does it speed the process up or does it create some unintended? Well, the, thing with DNA, the thing with DNA is you only have access to your own unless somebody gives you access to their DNA. Mm -hmm. So you really can't use it um, for, for tracing the things I'm looking at, um, people don't just give their DNA information out to strangers. So I was under the impression, and this, because I've never done it, that you did one of those DNA tests and it came back and said, oh, here's all the people that you could match in your family. And it tells you who they are and those kind of things. But that's not the case, is it? Well, it, it is for your DNA. It's, it's like, it'll tell me um, who I'm related to and what relationship it could be not necessarily what it is um you have to do your own work on putting it in the tree most a lot of the matches you get are fifth cousins like so far from the immediate like who cares <laughs> right. right 
Got yes. it. So, so it really isn't, it's a help only within your own family, but for you and the research that you do on historical figures, unless you have a family member that's willing to share that, it's, it's irrelevant. You're, you're still working with documentation, right? Correct. Okay. I have a question about census records because um, obviously you use those a lot. There's a couple of things that you helped me with where you're able to go search uh, census records. Um, the latest census I think was 2020 and I live in Albuquerque, uh, but we have a little house in Texas. So I know the census taker came here to this house in Albuquerque, yet I happen to be in Texas at some point later and some woman knocked on the door who was a census taker and, and basically just insisted I give her my info, even though I explained that we'd already been counted. And so if in 2020, the, the uh, and, and she wanted to know, you know, do, do you have children, you know, spouse, those kind of things. So if it can be so imprecise in 2020, how valuable is it when you go back 100, 150 years? Well, it's invaluable. It's People got counted more than once. People moved from one place to another and got counted twice. It could have been a month apart. Um, so there, there's things like Billy the Kid, um, 1880. We know that he was with Beaudry um, in Fort Sumner and he may have been counted in Georgetown. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Georgetown, where's that? Well, Georgetown is in New Mexico. Um, there was a, actually a William McCarty that was 21 years old living next door to Ed Moulton, who was the sawmill guy in Silver City when Billy was growing up in Silver City. Wow. He was really close with him and Joe. Um, we don't know if that is Billy the Kid or just a William McCarty that was 21 years old. Mm -hmm. the, the names overlap so much that just because you find a name doesn't mean it's your person. Gotcha. So that's, a, well, that's quite a coincidence, right? Same uh, name or, you know, from the family of names that Billy used uh, roughly. Well, of course, the, the 1880 census uh, uh, in Fort Sumner, Billy says, or somebody says he's 25. Uh, and then, uh, of course, this uh, a Georgetown guy is 21. Um, we don't have any idea. There's no notations in the census of who gave the info, right? Do we know if Billy the Kid was standing there twirling his gun saying, hey, I'm 25? Or Well, I can't, we imagine, I can't imagine that he was the one that gave the answers, but he could have. Um, okay. it, could, it could be a neighbor. Um, back then, they just wanted the information for the household, and they didn't care who gave it. Gotcha. Uh, if if the people in the house didn't give it, then they would ask a neighbor. Manuela was listed as 25 years old, as well as Billy the Kid on that census. And she was nowhere near 25 herself. She was younger, wasn't she? She was more like 15 or 16. At yeah, that time. I, I think I remember reading in David Turk's book, uh, who we just uh, interviewed in our last episode, that when Charlie met Manuela, she was nine years old. I don't think they married then, but is that, I mean, is this possible? It is possible. Wow. Um, I've, I've seen it in, and nowadays we would be horrified. Yeah. I'm, I'm horrified for, for Charlie and for Manuela, yeah. but okay. All right. So we have census records. Um, but what other kind of things, uh, the, the church, uh, kept up records back then. And also families would keep some of those birth records in their family Bible. 
Um, but of course, those things are the church records might be available, but a family Bible probably not, right? So what else can you use? Well, really, you just nowadays we got newspapers online where we can really try to track people and and there's been some great information that's come out since they started putting the newspapers online. Of course, everything's not online, um, but there's a lot of really great information with the newspapers. And like I said, there's there's land purchase records, there's tax records, um, you know, just family history. You just dig around and see what you can find. Keep digging. It's um, like the city directories. City directories are a real big one. Mm-hmm. I love a, city directories. What exactly is a city directory? I'm thinking like a like a phone book, but it wouldn't be that. Well, it, it it's something like a phone book for back way back when. They mm-hmm. would they would list everyone that lived in the town and what address they lived at, and a lot of times their occupation. Um, they didn't list. Sometimes they listed spouses. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes they would list a widow. Um, but they never listed any children under age. Um, so you could track people, but like I say, the Indianapolis City Directory with Catherine McCarty, it was always assumed that that was our Catherine. And it wasn't until I made a connection to William Antrim last year that I was convinced that it was our Catherine because there was an extra connection to Antrim. Got it. So it was up in the air until you were able to make that uh, that connection to Antrim. And then, of course, they wound up moving here. Well, it was up in the it was up in the air to Mike, to me. Um, Most of the historians assumed that it was her and they were, of course, correct. But without that extra proof, I wasn't convinced because it could have been anybody named Catherine McCarty. Yeah, the, these are not unusual names. They're not Michael Judasisi. They're, you know, Henry yeah. Hardy, uh, William Antrim, uh, Joe, Joe. I mean, these are probably very common names, especially uh, with the number of Irish folks that came over um, from uh, during the uh, potato famine. So, okay. Yep. All right. So you have these tools at your disposal. Um, let me ask you this <laughs> kind of a challenge question, I guess. Okay. Uh, if, if you knew somebody existed, like if I said, hey, it was Joe jacobs and he lived in seattle uh, you know around the turn of the century is there any way that joe jacobs could have avoid avoided somehow being visible today i mean would we would we be able to find anybody if we absolutely knew that they existed are there records to cover everyone well that's a trick question because (laughs) He, the 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 bootleggers really avoided the census takers. They 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 could go decades without being logged anywhere um, because they were bootlegging. They didn't want to be logged. The hillbillies, you know, out in the mountains. So certainly anyone traveling could miss the census takers. Um, if if you were traveling from one city to another, it took a lot of time back then to get there. And if they just missed the census takers, they missed being logged. Um, so it, it's, it would be easy for them to not be on the records. Um, but then, like I said, if something happened and they were in a newspaper and that happens to become available, um, I mean, a lot of the newspapers you can look at, 
like at the Mormon church, you can order the fish and, and go through them the old fashioned way. Everything's not online. Got it. But if, but if somebody was just going about their life and not trying to hide, uh, they'd be probably in a city directory or census or, I mean, they'd probably be somewhere. So somewhere. There's, a, there's a good chance we could find them, although it could be difficult to uncover that info, right? Well, it could be, but then, you know, like I said, there, if you purchase land, if, you know, there's, there's all kinds of records to dig through. So finding someone is possible if you knew exactly where they were. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. All right. Great. So I think we have a good understanding of genealogy, at least a rudimentary one, not nowhere near your knowledge. Okay. So now let's talk about our, your friend and mine, Billy the Kid. Um, can you tell me, this is a yes or no question. Can you tell me when and where he was born, who his father was, uh, and all of his moves throughout the country and when and where he died? Can you tell me all of those? No. Okay. So, okay. So there's, that's good because it means there's information yet out there to be discovered before we go further with that though. Are you confident that the information to fill in all of any of those blanks actually exists? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Okay. I've done some really good research and, and I've come up with a, a Bonnie family in New York and, it's in Bob Bosbell's new book on Billy the Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that research is in the July issue of True West magazine for 2021. Um, but as an absolute fact, no. Okay. So the, uh, the Bonnie name is interesting to me. Uh, again, uh, speaking with David Turk, uh, he he wrote about the story of Lois Telfer, who claims, who claimed lineage to Billy through the through a Bonnie connection in Michigan. Uh, I don't know that that was ever proved, but I will ask you about that. Uh, but, oh yeah, but, but I've got something to say about that one. Okay, uh, but Bonnie then to McCarty. Uh, so was McCarty the maiden name? Why would if if there was a Bonnie? Were, were, do you think that? If that was Billy's father, he and Catherine were married. Why did she not take his name? Well, from the research that I've done, Billy would have been an illegitimate child. Oh, from an affair. Okay. Um, There was two Bonnie brothers that were within houses from where the Catherine worked um, as a chambermaid. And he, the one brother stayed and married and the other brother went home and married his childhood sweetheart and had a family with her. Um, did he leave because Catherine popped up pregnant and he didn't want to stick around? Um, who knows? I mean, nobody knows but them. So Catherine was not married? I don't believe she was married at the time that she had Billy. I believe her maiden name is McCarty, but gotcha. there is no absolute proof of that either. So, I, oh, I'm sorry, I know she ahead. was. I know she said she was the widow of Michael in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean she was. Right, right. Could have looked to add some legitimacy just right. by saying that, right? Yeah, exactly. 
so let me get this straight. So, and this is a theory, uh, not totally proven, but Catherine is unmarried. There's two Bonnie brothers. She, uh, she winds up having relations with one of them, gets pregnant outside of marriage. That Bonnie brother says, oh, I don't want to be father to Billy the kid. And he goes and marries somebody else and leaves her with that. How about Joe? Whose father would Joe be? Well, I believe that they're half brothers. Um, it's always been stated and they never really looked alike. And when they were in Silver City, it was always questionable. Um, it was stated that they were illegitimate children. It stated they were half brothers. Um, so far, I haven't seen anything that really counteracts that. Um, perhaps she did marry a Michael McCarty. McCarty was a very common name. So it would, they'd be just like two Jones people marrying. Nowadays, they don't have to be related to get married. Got it. Um, so she could have been the, the widow of Michael and Michael McCarty could have been Joe's dad. Got it. So it's possible that Joe actually had a father that was married to his mother. Henry uh, was the illegitimate, or Billy was the illegitimate one, potentially. And uh, and so McCarty would have, you know, taken him in as his own for whatever, probably a short life. Do we know how old Joe was? I've always heard, you know, younger, but people say older. Do we even know? Well, according to all the censuses throughout Joe's life, he was born in 1863 in New York. Um, when the census takers ask what state you're from, they don't say what city. Everyone assumes it's New York City, but it's New York State. Mm -hmm. um, where, what part of the state? It could have been New York City, but New York State is where they were from, according to the census takers. Gotcha. Before we move across the country, you wanted to tell us about Lois Telfer, who claimed to be the only living relative of Billy Bonney back in 1960, uh, joined the cause of the Lincoln County Historical Society to have, uh, as his relative, to have him disinterred and reinterred in Lincoln. Uh, was Lois Telfer a relative of Billy Bonney? Yeah, she, it was uh, Edward Finch Bonney is the name of the man that I believe fathered Billy the Kid. Lois Telfer is directly related to that family and I studied her story a few years back I don't have anything in front of me of course but I I, I studied her story and it is a hundred percent legit really right. oh yeah it, it it goes right to the family she she I think there was one thing that she said it was a George Bonnie I believe mm -hmm. Um, not the Edward Finch, but she's definitely related to the Bonnie family that I have found. Wow. So uh, based on David's book back in that time, she wasn't really discounted. She was discounted by people in DeBaca County who didn't want Billy moved. Right. Uh, but she never even showed up for the final uh, for the court case for the hearing, uh, you know, give, giving a few different um a few different excuses as to why, you know, she'd kind of been absent. Uh, had she been there and had we had this information today where she could have definitively or almost definitively proved there could have been a different outcome to that trial. They might have had that living relative of Billy Bonnie say, yes, I do want him exhumed and moved to Lincoln. And who knows what kind of a can of worms that would have opened. How fascinating. So, all right. So Lois Telfer, Yes. Um, now we are uh, on our way to Silver City. Uh, Catherine marries 
William Antrim. Um, any dispute about Antrim's identity? Did he have other children? Do we know anything more about him? Well, they first were in Wichita, and and then they went to Santa, uh, oh, Santa Fe, and that's where they got married before they went to Silver City. Um, William Antrim has no known children. Um, I've always kicked around the idea that Joe joined there, and he was actually Antrim's kid, but I never had any anything to back that up. Um, Wind that back. I missed the name. I didn't catch the oh, who you who you thought. Well, I always thought William Antrim could have been Joseph's father. Joseph's father. Gotcha. And he brought his kid. And Catherine had her kid, and they were actually stepbrothers. Little Brady Bunch type situation. Well, right. And so I, I researched that and kicked it around, and there's absolutely nothing to back that theory up whatsoever. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, in Silver City, uh, Catherine dies. Antrim is disinterested. They go live with different families. Uh, and Billy obviously starts his life of outlawry. The, where does the, do we know when? the name Bonnie is assumed because he's Henry Antrim or Henry McCarty. Uh, but at some point he becomes Billy Bonnie. Do we know when that happened? Is there a record that tells us? Well, I know, I believe it was 1876, two years after his mother died. Um, I know that, that he, that's around the time it was Antrim's, my stepfather's name. Mm -hmm. um, Antrim didn't want anything to do with Billy and Billy quit using his name. But he was known by Kid Antrim um, when he was arrested, I believe, for the Cahill murder. Mm -hmm. So the Bonnie name didn't come until around the time that he came into Lincoln in Got Fort it. Sumner. And we don't have any idea. We we it could have been his father's name. His mother might have told him on her deathbed, but we don't have any idea why at that point. No, we don't. He it, it could he used to. I think when he was a child, it was stated that he used to think he was related to the pirate Annie Bonnie. Oh, I didn't um, know so that. so I researched her, and she actually married a McCarty. I hmm. believe it was a Thomas McCarty, but there's no way to connect the families because we really can't go further back on Catherine. So we don't really know who she was related to, but. She could have told Billy he was related to her, mm -hmm. and maybe yeah. he and he could have picked the name because of that, um, or he could have known that his biological father was a Bonnie. Um, there's no telling. Yeah, got a good swashbuckling name uh, for a pirate. Uh, do we know at all where Catherine came from? Do we know if she came from England or Ireland, and when and when she, you know, passed? through customs or immigration rather? Well, I know that it's really assumed that she's from Ireland. I mean, she was Irish, um, but there's several Catherine McCarty's of the right age that came over during the famine. Mm -hmm. um, you can't just pick one and say that's her. Right. And let, unless she was traveling with someone, say a husband named Michael, then maybe we could make the connection. Mm -hmm. um, people, people assume a lot um, and decide, well, this is the one, and this is the truth, and there's just no records to make anything an absolute truth from that far ago. They, they haven't been found. Got it. 
Got it. So we're not even sure they exist. Okay. So we've got Billy and Lincoln. We know Billy Bonney, Billy the Kid, William H. Bonney existed during the Lincoln County War. We can follow his uh, travels and travails uh, relatively accurately after the war, uh, uh, right up through his capture in Stinking Springs. He's obviously imprisoned. He's tried. He's sentenced to hang. He escapes. He goes to Fort Sumner. But then there's giant question mark looms for many people, not for all, but for many. What happened? in Fort Sumner on 14 July, 1881. So before I ask your opinion on that, there are two other claimants to being Billy. Well, there's <laughs> there's Pat Garrett's Billy the Kid. Pat Garrett says he shot and killed him. Uh, and then there's uh, Brushy Bill Roberts and there's John Miller. Now there are a number of other claimants, but these are the, these are the three main ones. Have you done research into John Miller's family tree as well as Brushy Bill Roberts? Of course. <laughs> okay, I know. I knew I, sometimes I ask the question because I know the answer, but the audience doesn't. So let's yeah. talk about Miller first. Is there anything in the research you've done that would tie Miller to anyone in the known universe of Billy Bonnie, Catherine, Joe, anybody like that? Well, ironically, there was uh, uh, John Miller in Georgetown in 1880. He was a gambler. Um, how old he was let me look at the census record right here sure I have it somewhere right here he was 23 okay in 1880 yep 1880 Georgetown so let's do the quick math. Miller dies in 37. 1880 is 57 years removed from that. So he's 80 years old and Miller was in his 70s. So allowing a discrepancy of a couple of years. I mean, it's probably a pretty common name, Miller, you know, from how many Millers came from uh, from England. But but maybe, right, he at least was in in the in the ball field of where there uh, where Billy uh, made his fame. So, okay. Any other connections? Oh, with Miller? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, there's a lot of rumor and I really wanted to believe the Miller story when I read it years and years ago before I got really involved. Um, it, it was sort of the brushy bill eyes. Like I, I wanted to believe he lived and I wanted to believe that he got to be an old man. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's there's so many John Millers out there that you couldn't possibly say that he didn't exist until Billy supposedly got shot. It, it's impossible to say that. Um, there's no real reason other than he didn't publicly claim it. Um, he He only a few people knew, but the trunk story doesn't make a lot of sense. Billy the Kid could not have been lugging around a trunk on a horse. Right. Good point. So, but with, we know uh, if, if John Miller's even his real name, we have this guy that enters, uh, you know, our, our vision in 1881, at least a couple of weeks after Billy is supposedly shot, but no blood relatives. He would have married Isadora, whoever that may be. Um, and they adopted a child, but they never had any children of their own. So is that where the trail goes cold from a genealogy perspective? 
Well, I, I traced him and I had a few census records with him and Isadora and Max and there was, um, you know, records for military service for his son, Max. Um, you know, there, he could be followed from the story of where he was and, and how he moved around until he died. Mm -hmm. um, but it's still no reason to believe that he was Billy the Kid. But we're not able to work backwards from, I think it's August 8 is when they're in Las Vegas. We can't work backwards from there and, and track. Anybody, anybody really could if you really wanted to. It's just what John Miller would you be looking at. Right. Could be the one name of... John the name John Miller is all over Arizona, all over New Mexico, all over Colorado. It's such a common name that of course I'm sure he's traceable, but which one? Right. Is there any um is there any sense that Miller might have been somebody else? Uh, you know, that that was aligned with the regulators or even, you know, in the opposition side? Like, is there a missing person? <laughs> from the Lincoln County War that disappeared into history and looks strangely like John Miller? I, I don't know. Um, we don't have photos of everyone that was there. Mm -hmm. um, everyone that was involved, a lot of them changed names. Um, I'm sure there's certain people that disappeared. It's like Jim French. Of course, he stood out and nobody knew what happened to Jim French, but he actually went home. Mm -hmm. um, and I followed him. I have a packet on him somewhere, but I didn't follow every single person that was in the Lincoln County War. Sure. Um, you know, it, it could have been anybody that, that knew Billy the Kid. And the same thing with the Brushy Bill people is sort of like there's lots of people that were intimate with Billy the Kid and knew personal and private stories that were common knowledge at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, We're, we'll get to Brushy in uh, in just a second. So as far as Miller goes, we know he existed. Um, we know his travels and pretty well documented really through the rest of his life, uh, New Mexico and Arizona. We know he dies, but but right there is where that trail would go cold. There isn't anything else that we're able to uh, identify um, because we don't have DNA. Well, we do have DNA. Well, actually. we do have DNA. It's <laughs> yeah, like, like Steve Satterwald did get DNA from Miller's mm -hmm. body. Yeah. They, they did exhume his body with permission from the state. Mm -hmm. um, and there were bullet wounds and things that, and, and the front and the teeth were, the jawline and the front teeth looked crooked. And um, there were things like that that were very interesting. So, but there, it, let's assume that you and I had that DNA, right? We had whatever the, however they extract it. It's probably a little piece of bone. And I say, hey, listen, Susan, let's, let's figure out who this guy is. Like, what do we do with it? We have to go to a lab and then the lab sends us the results. But do we get to take those results and match them up to Ancestry or 23andMe? Like, can we put it up there and then see all John Miller's relatives? Well, if we were in charge of the DNA sample, um, then we would be see, we would see the DNA matches for that sample. Hmm. That's that's I know it hasn't been done as of yet, at least that we know of. Um, but that would uh, answer a lot of questions, could provide some tantalizing clues where you'd find an overlap of families or could completely disqualify Miller, uh, you know, from being Billy the Kid. 
Yes. So let's get it. What do you say? Yep, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now let's talk about Brushy Bill Roberts. Uh, Miller was kind of a, I, I hate to put it this way, but more of an afterthought. Um, I did a recent poll in one of the uh, Facebook Billy the Kid groups, and about 60% of the people that responded, and there was over 200 responses, 60% of the people said, yeah, Billy the Kid was shot and killed by Pat Garrett. About 30% said, no, he was Brushy Bill Roberts. And then only about 6% was, hey, I think it was John Miller. And then there were a bunch of other answers that made up the remaining little bit. So Brushy Bill Roberts really is sitting there on the second step of the podium, You've done research into his family tree. Um, all I can say is in the reading that I've done the research, it's convoluted. It's really hard to follow. So what have you found? I found that Brushy Bill Roberts was not Billy the Kid. Um, there's absolutely no way. So I, I got to take you back <laughs> just okay. a second there. Uh, and um, is, is, are you 100% certain based upon your research, factual research, I'm not, I'm not asking your opinion, but based right. upon what you've done is, the, are you 100% sure that, that Brushy Bill is not and could not have been Billy the Kid? I am a hundred, I am a hundred percent sure he was not Billy the Kid. Okay. So I know there's a genealogist out there listening going, I'm a hundred percent sure he was. So tell us, tell us what you found or what things point directly away from Brushy having the possibility of being the kid? Well, I found him in all kinds of census reports. I really looked into him um, because there's so many friends of mine online that really believed he was. And so I, I took it into serious consideration and I did research on at least three different times. Mm -hmm. um, I just kept saying, no, it's not him. I'm wasting my time. And then I would go and do it again. And then I would do it again. And I mean, there's, there's photos of Billy or Brushy Bill's parents. Brushy Bill looks identical to his two parents. It, it looks like you just threw those two people together and they gave Brushy Bill, a, which they did. Mm -hmm. um, but he, I mean, the eyes, the mouth, the expressions, he was younger. Um, I mean, trying to pass his off, self off as being old. I mean, he was old, but he wasn't that old. Um, it, it was just a, a made up story. Morrison, um, we had discussed this not too long ago, that Morrison was actually somehow related to the Maxwells. Yeah. Did you um, find that connection, by the way? No, I, I found that uh, enough of a connection to believe they were related. Um, they, they were all came from what was it, Randolph County, Illinois? The Maxwells uh, came from I, there and, and so did um, Morrison's family. Mm -hmm. And Morrison had a brother that was named Maxwell. Um, oh, really? Yeah. First name, Maxwell Morrison? It was, it was Maxwell something. It was definitely named after Maxwell. Hmm. Wow, Lucia, no it was named after Lucian Maxwell or Peter Maxwell, but it was, it was, it was like a family name and how they repeat and how they use last names as middle names. Mm -hmm. I, I never could make the exact connection, but there's definitely a family connection, whether it was cousins or, or something in, on that nature. But I, they come from the same area, and it's, it's apparent they were related in some way. Gotcha. So 
I, I can look at the pictures of Brushy and I can see the things you're talking about, even if you just compare them to the one picture that we have of Billy, assuming that's him, which I believe it is. Um, Brushy has a very square jaw. Um, he, uh, his, you know, there's a number of features that do not look alike. He's very, uh, you know, got, got straight kind of strong shoulders, which Billy didn't have, um, you know, just, just a different kind of countenance, but, uh, you will know that there was a photographic analysis done early two thousands. Uh, there's been several done pictures of brushy and Billy, uh, and this one, regardless of who did it said, Hey, there's a 97% match between this old gentleman here and this young guy with kind of the crooked grin. Um, any thoughts about that? Well, I've, I've read that that study was misrepresented and that that isn't what they said. That it was misrepresented that they said it was. Okay. So we need to dig that up and get somebody here that can, uh, that can clarify that for us. But, but what about Brushy's family? It's pretty well documented. I think, you know, Roy Hawes, who's uh, you know, kind of a distant relative. Roy wrote a book uh, that, you know, kind of tore apart Brushy's story, but, but there are other authors that have written books that put those pieces back together. So is there any family connection between anyone in the Bonnie universe, which you, you believe does encompass Billy? or Bonnie or McCarty and Brushy Bill, is there any overlap whatsoever that we could find? I'm not quite sure the question. Could you repeat? Yeah. In, in, in Brushy's family tree, is there any overlap at all between Brushy's relatives and the people we know to have been related by name to Billy the kid? No. Nothing? No, there isn't anything that overlaps. He's not related to McCarty's. He's not related. Like I said, Morrison is related to the Maxwell's. Mm-hmm. But Brushy Bill doesn't have any blood relation to anything to do with Billy the Kid. Now, Brushy claims that Catherine was his aunt. Um, is there any, we don't have any DNA from Catherine. We don't, we're not even maybe sure where she is or from Brushy. But is there anything in that family tree that could even point to that connection? Okay, say that again. I'm sorry. No, no worries. (laughs) Brushy said uh, in his conversations with Morrison that Catherine McCarty was not his mother, but was his aunt because his family was from Texas. Right. Which would create a, assuming it was a, uh, an aunt, not through marriage and Catherine wasn't married, we don't think um, uh, that, is there any connection at all between Brushy's family tree and Catherine McCarty? Is there anything at all that would be close enough where you go, hmm, maybe. No, nothing. No, there's there's nothing that would connect Brushy Bill to Catherine McCarty. Okay. All right. So uh, I am going to uh, put you on the spot now. I think I've done that a couple of times already, but let's okay. do it again. Uh, July right. 14th, 1881, round about midnight, something happens. Did Billy the Kid get shot and killed in Fort Sumner that night? And can you prove it? I believe he did. Um, I believe I've talked to to several people in the Maxwell family Mm -hmm. um, and gotten stories from their family about Paulita Maxwell, about Deluina. She washed his body after he died. Mm -hmm. Deluina is also the one that Billy had given a picture of himself to. I believe that there was more of a connection with Deluvina than 
the historian's really real life. You mean a romantic connection? I believe so. Oh, wow. Okay. The family, the family believes so. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to believe it at first. And so the more I looked into it, the more I interviewed them and the more I believed that it very well could have been. Yeah. Wow. Delia Vina was in love with Billy the Kid. She was the one that ran in the room when everyone was scared. She's the one that screamed and flipped out on, on Garrett. Mm -hmm. She's the one that watched Billy's body to prepare him for burial. Um, they said she used to cook for him and, and do his laundry. And I, I believe that, that he may have been there to be with her. Oh, really? Maybe in the Maxwell that. house, maybe with her, not Paulita. Yep. Yeah, because part of Pat Garrett's yeah Pat Garrett's story, you know, as I relayed in earlier uh, episode, doesn't exactly uh, line up. I mean, there's some things in there that are just glaringly, you know, not true. Like you know, walking with bare feet and and fastening your yeah. pants in the middle of the night with a yeah. gun in one hand and a knife in the other. So it would lead somebody to believe that Billy, if he was having a tryst, uh, was kind of surprised somehow uh you know or or maybe walked out of that room wherever he might have been so okay well that's interesting um there also have been i've read a number of accounts and these are just uh historical hand-me-downs that uh some women in fort sumner may have fathered i'm fine billy may have fathered children with abrana garcia maybe two kids there um any any way that we can trace any of those things or is that just a historical rumor that we're just going to have to let go well it's it's a rumor that that there's no way to prove because supposedly he he did have a daughter and she died at 12 years old um she would have been born after the 1880 census and there is no 1890 census um it was destroyed and so therefore she would not have been on a census hmm um who would who it, would her mother have been well there's been rumors and i have personally traced every single woman in the age group and the women that were listed as people that billy liked mm -hmm. and hung around with and i i can't find any person to say who exactly the mother was i have my suspicions are you willing um, to share? Del Uvina. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. How old yeah, is she I, I have a, Billy? I have, a, I have a future article at True West waiting to come out about her. Um, there's things about her that people just don't realize. They just thought she was the Indian servant girl. Mm -hmm. There right. was a lot. There was a lot more to her. Got it. Um, but of course, like I said, um that's a personal opinion. And I don't know if there's anyone out there that would even share it with me, but I don't mind sharing. Sure. So uh, maybe uh, Billy had a daughter who would have died. Do we know what she died of? No. Don't know. Uh, and did you say the 1890 census was destroyed? Did I hear that right? Yes. There's a 20 year gap. We go 1880 and we go to 1900. What, what, the how did it get destroyed? I believe it was a fire that destroyed a lot of I know that, that some states had like in 1885 including New Mexico mm -hmm. had a, a state census and I've looked everywhere for this daughter of Billy the kids mm -hmm. um if he did have a daughter they were protecting her 
Yeah, I would imagine. Do we know what her first name was? No. Don't know. Gosh. No, we. Oh. I don't. I. I don't think it'll ever be proven. It, it will be a rumor that I like the sound of. Yeah, I understand. Uh, okay, so I asked you two questions. One, what happened? But the second one I asked is, can you prove it? Well, there's really no way to prove it. Um, there was blood on the bench. There's two different people's blood on the bench. Um, that much we know. Mm -hmm. The bench that he was laid out on. Um, if Del Uvina was washing the body on the bench, preparing him for burial, I would assume he was dead. You know, she wouldn't have done that. Right. If he was, there was if any he chance was, he was going to be alive. Sure. Right. And, and Garrett made it very clear he was out to kill. That's how he got Tom, how he mm -hmm. got Charlie Baudry. He, he was shooting first and asking questions later. He was out to kill Billy the Kid. Or not even asking questions, just shoot and bury him. I mean, he, it, I, I, I agree with you there. Yeah. He wasn't going to let Billy go. Yeah. So you can't prove it. I can't prove it. Um, no. Can anybody, can we ever prove it? What will have to happen in order for that to happen? From a genealogical perspective, what do we need? Do we, do we need to get your DNA? And would that even help at this point? Well, if, if they would, they will never dig up Billy's body. They will argue that it got washed away in a flood. It didn't. Um, all of the bodies that were in the flood somehow got dug up and moved. Um, all of the soldiers got <laughs> relocated. Um, I know that I read a newspaper article online Oh, maybe a couple months ago that said Billy the Kid's grave was 60 yards from Lucy and Maxwell's. Um, I know that Fred Nolan has done studies. I know that there's a lot of clues out there of exactly where Billy's grave would be. Um, but if there's people on either side of them or close to them, then how many bodies are you going to dig up and take DNA from to figure out which one was Billy? Of course, the teeth. The teeth would show because he definitely had distinctive front teeth. I'm not an expert in uh, forensic anthropology, but we're now, we're coming up on 141 years in July from, from that night in Fort Sumner. Would there be, do you know, would there be anything left of Billy's remains? I mean, would there be a, a jawbone or pelvic bone or, or do you think it's just dust? Well, it either it, it could be either. I mean, the teeth would be there, but it wouldn't show what how they fixed in his mouth. <laughs> right. You know, right, I right, think right. the teeth would definitely survive, but it's possible. I mean, John Miller died years later, and there was there was quite a bit left to look at. Mm -hmm. So it. It, it's quite possible. And and the DNA, everybody says, who would you compare it to? Well, I I have I have an idea. Mm -hmm. of how that could be done because joseph actually may have fathered a son hmm. all right that would be then you know kind of the continue well half brothers if uh, so there's two potential people well you said that antrim was not joseph's father so it's not that they were stepbrothers you believe they were half brothers so there would be right. some sort of match there if that uh connection could be made so but the big, the big elephant in the room is we don't have Billy's DNA, or do we? So down in the, uh, the Billy the Kid Museum in Fort Sumner that the Sweets own, there's a clump of hair that uh, supposedly a barber's wife picked up of Billy's and saved. I doubt it's his, but 
Could we extract right. DNA from that? Well, I imagine they could, but I really don't think they would have to have the hair follicle, mm -hmm. not not the clippings on the end. To get the DNA, it would have to be the follicle. So it would gotcha. have to be pulled out from the head. Gotcha. So, so probably not yeah. having that. No. And uh, so if, if, look, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. But if you and I go get a shovel and we drive down to Fort Sumner and we, you know, get a bottle of whatever and yeah. go, hey, what the heck, let's let's dig on down here. And we go, we find the grave and we we pull some DNA out. What's the first thing we do with it? Besides don't tell anybody because we'll be arrested for grave robbing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if we could get DNA, it would, if, if we put Billy, if we could get Billy the Kid's DNA and put it in a database and look for relatives, and Joseph really did have a son, and there's a lot of really good evidence. It's an article in the making. I'm working with someone else on it, mm -hmm. um, and it will it will be public knowledge before too long. But um, there would be matches in the family. The there's the a lot of the descendants from that line of Joseph's son. Um, they have a lot of front teeth issues that look like Billy the Kid's front teeth issues. Really? Yeah. How fascinating. Yeah. So, so step one is we got to get a shovel. That's what you're saying. Right. And, and go to step jail, two is we got to get a bottle of booze <laughs> or something so we can get drunk enough to go to, to go do it. Um, so, so we think that there's a possibility that today, even today, there are some blood relatives of uh, Billy Bonnie out there and that we would not necessarily need to exhume Catherine's grave. Cause that's somewhat in question. Right. Um, but if we, if we could find the grave that we were sure was Billy the kid and we had permission to do so there, the answer might be there. This is him. Here he lies or Nope, this guy doesn't match anybody. And then the, the, the question mark gets even bigger, huh? The story of Billy the Kid just keeps going on and on and on and on and on and on. Wow, it this does. has been this has been really uh, enlightening. I do have one more question for you. Uh, you you just uh, you know talked about something potentially really big. We're gonna have to wait for it. That Joseph may have may have fathered a son, um, which you know. So there's uh, I'm assuming there's some sort of family that existed after that. But is there any big aside from DNA? Is there any big discovery yet to be made? about Billy the Kid? Is there anything, you know, that, that you think, gosh, you know, it, we haven't found it all out because when we find this, then people's mouths are really going to hit the floor. Anything? Well, it's, it's just really confirming his roots and confirming who his father was. Um, that without DNA is going to always be up to speculation and everyone decides for themselves just like the brushy bill everybody decides that brushy bill wasn't ollie roberts he was someone else that took on ollie's name they it, it, it's until we have proof and i believe dna would be the only way to ever stop all the rumors and to answer the questions got it uh, one more question. What's the, give me a zero to a hundred percent. What's the chances that Billy, not as brushy bill, not as John Miller, that, that Billy did not die that night and just disappeared somewhere. What do you think? 
I, you know, a 5% chance. Okay. So you, you gave us some hope, something. Yeah. I mean, nothing's impossible. Mm-hmm. Nothing's impossible. But the look, the look on Garrett's face, there was a photo of, of Garrett that was taken not too long after um, he shot Billy and the lost look in his eye. Um, he just seemed to have internal you think that not just billy but all those killings weighed on him i believe billy was his friend Mm -hmm. he turned he turned on him because he knew billy would turn on him billy knew all of garrett's secrets and garrett knew where to find billy and garrett knew that billy had already made a deal with wallace and he believed that billy would turn on him and i believe that's why he wanted him dead well, as sad a fact as that is, I think that's a good place to end for today. Um, Susan Stevenson, uh, I, so we need to add author too, because you're writing articles for uh, for uh, uh, Wild West magazine? No, it's True West. Oh, True West. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, author, researcher, genealogist, historian, Susan Stevenson. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Susan. Gosh, I, this was uh, really enlightening. You've given... Uh, me and all other Billy enthusiasts, regardless of what they believe, a ray of hope that maybe we can find this thing out. Maybe it's not too late. Maybe before we're all gone, we'll know when and where Billy was gone. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. And I hope you'll come back on and give us an update when your next article comes out. Sure, no problem. Wonderful. I enjoyed myself. Oh, thank you so much. Everybody, Susan Stevenson, and uh, the search goes on. Yeah, come on, Billy and the regulators, too. Riding out to Lincoln to set old store, too. When the shooting starts, we'll just duck down on the floor. Yeah, we stuck down in the middle of the Lincoln County Wall. Stuck down in the middle, just we'll wait and see. Who's gonna win this war between all the three? Regulators riding range over to your door. Yeah, we stuck down in the middle. This won't just go away You know the shooting started When John Snow opened the store Yeah, we stuck down in the middle Of the Lincoln County Wall Stuck down in the middle It gets worse here every day There ain't no credit And no billings in the pay Regulators riding Bringing trouble to your door Yeah, we stuck down in the middle Of the Lincoln County Wall Shot down with a bang New sheriff says that Billy Bonnie's gonna hang He's the scourge of Lincoln and a hero to the fore Yeah, we stuck down in the middle of Lincoln County Wall Stuck down in the middle, Billy Bonnie got away Kill Billy and Bob, they keep out the car away No, the kid is right to bring trouble to your door Yeah, we stuck down in the middle of Lincoln County Wall